To the cheeseheads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I want to quickly flip so we can talk about the defense because they came up big. Um, I think a lot of the domination of the Cowboys early on was due to the defense coming up with some big plays. Um, This has not been a defense that has created turnovers this season for this team, right? Um, They have not been able to flip the field in that way. And yet in the moments where it was needed, um, you get your star cornerback back and right off the bat, he comes up with a huge turnover in great field position, um, which was just an awesome athletic play. And I mean, one of the knocks against Ja has been, he's a great coverage corner. He's great. He's sticky, but he's going to make a PBU, but he's not going to grab the interception. Well, (laughs) jokes on you. Um, And then of course the pick six, which is a way too early to call dagger in a game, but really felt like a dagger in the first half and just like totally knocking wind out of the Cowboys. Huge, huge play from Savage. So there was a lot of pressure on Dak. I thought Nixon had one of his best games yes. I've ever seen him play. Um, so just like big plays from big guys and big moments. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear guys that really stood out to you, but obviously those two plays Preston with the final sack of the game, really sealing it off. Um, just a big, big team win from the defense. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the things that we talk about with this defense was, you know, who's going to step up in a big moment. And Rashawn is always generating pressure. Preston basically called game. You know, it was like, we're not doing this anymore. We're not just going to let you guys keep marching down the field coming up huge in that moment. Like I agree. Darnell Savage had a fantastic game. Ja had a really good game. Keyshawn Nixon, I'm glad you mentioned him because I was going to say I thought he had possibly one of his best games as a Packer. And, and we said, like, the slot is going to be incredibly tricky. They're going to put CD in there at times. You know, they're going to try and line him up against, like, Quay Walker, Isaiah McDuffie, Devondre Campbell. And they did occasionally. I just I don't think the stat line is indicative of just how dominant this Packers defense played. I mean, because if you look at it, right, 37 first downs from the Cowboys, 510 net yards. Like, that is a track meet. We're talking about a team going up and down the field, but it never once felt like it was out of Green Bay's hands. You know, it felt like the defense was doing what it needed to do to get off the field and win the game. Um, And just, yeah, really nice pass rush all game. You know, Lucas Van Ness still having a really nice rookie season. Carl Brooks ascending. And not to get, like, too far into the conversations that we'll save for the offseason, but really starting to think about, like, what this defense can look like in in the 2024 season and, like, what guys you kind of want to bring back. Because all season we've had the conversations, right, about, like, who would be your safeties? What are, you know, certain positions going to look like? And then you see these guys coming up in such huge moments and it's like, okay, these are guys that the chips were stacked against them and they're potentially playing for their jobs and they're playing really, really well. Yeah, it's true. I mean, backs against the wall Packers defense is such a different Packers defense <laughs> than really is. other time. Darnell is probably like the biggest conversation that we're going to have this off season. And he plays that robber role so often and, you can tell he wants to make the big play. And because of that, he sometimes whiffs on a guy, right? And misses. And that was his knock in college too, right? Like he's a big play chaser. Yes. And 
you know, he'll, he'll miss the big play. He'll go for the ball and, and not to discredit that, like go for the ball, you know, I, I appreciate it. And then sometimes, you know, he, he read that route. Like he was in Dak's mind and I don't think Dak gave him the credit in that moment. Fair, you know, Darnell is not in all pro safety. You're, you're not going to be necessarily game planning for Darnell Savage, but Darnell read that route and he jumped it and took it to the house. And it really, I think was kind of, it was the beginning of the end for the Cowboys, because I don't know how you come back. You don't come back from 27, nothing. You just don't. Um, the Packers took it and was all gassed the rest of the game. I'm glad you mentioned the amount of yards the Cowboys had and just like the track meet, because that was something on my mind too, where the Cowboys were on the field a lot. They were playing catch up. They were throwing the ball a lot. This Packers defense can be tired, right? This is going to be a tired, tired side of the ball who played a lot of snaps. Um, they're going to have one less day of rest. Uh, so that's something just to keep an eye on. I know that they, Matt LaFleur mentioned pulling the starters probably a bit too early. Um, I understand why he did it. You know, someone gets hurt. I mean, someone did get hurt, right? <laughs> we'll talk about injuries at the end of the show. Um, you don't want something worse to happen, right? You're up 48, 16. You're thinking there's 10 minutes left. There's not much more. What's going to happen, right? They did let that Cowboys hang around a bit. Left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth from Joe Barry. Sorry, Joe. I called a great game, right? 48, 16 by all accounts. Called a great game. Your players had a great game. Probably pulled the starters like one or two series too early in my mind. And Matt owned it. So I'm not going to like hold it against him. Um, but that final score just sucks. That just sucks because really it was 48, 16. And I think we talked about it on our live show, so we don't have to go into it too much. But for me, the last two scores were really just garbage time. Yeah. And I mean, you could even tell like the Dallas, like Cowboys, they were so dejected, like Jake Ferguson got the touchdown and he would just drop the ball and run to the sideline. Like, okay, yeah, we got to like, <laughs> just like, you know, it, it was a yeah. pride thing at that point for them to, to go in and try and save a little face. And obviously as we're recording this, no updates yet on what's going to happen with the state of the Cowboys. Um, but let's go ahead. I was going to ask, do you, did you feel like it's funny that you mentioned that they like didn't celebrate anything? I feel like the Cowboys had no urgency like zero sense of urgency, even when they were down, like they were draining clock on some of their touchdown drives. I was like, you don't even feel like you can mount a comeback right now. It's like the they maybe, right. Like they I was like, there was one drive. I remember they were like running Tony Pollard up the gut and I'm like, okay, sure. It took like 30 going. seconds. Yeah. It's like, okay. yeah. I, it was like the third quarter. And I was like, yes, please keep doing this clock ticking. That's fine by me. Like zero urgency on their part. And that's part of me why I knew even when they scored like that second touchdown in the fourth quarter where they made it 30, 48, 32, I was like, there's nothing's going to happen here going for two. Okay. Nothing's going to, they have no urgency. They do not seem like a team who even believes that they can come back from this. 